0: the people events and issues of Marshall County now here's your hosts Kathy Baudorf and Rusty Nixon Nearly so excited today as you were yesterday. Why is
1: that? Because today is Thursday. It's one more day till the weekend.
0: (laughs) Okay, you're excited yesterday
1: because we were halfway through the week. But it was a
0: day further away from the weekend. So logically speaking, you should be happier today than yesterday. I am happier today than yesterday. (laughs) Thank you.
1: But not as much as as tomorrow.
0: You know, (laughs) I'm telling you, Vanal could join us. We could be on tour. We could leave all this behind, Kathy. We could be international music superstars.
1: Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I don't think we have to worry about that. Okay. Sorry okay so we are going to have guests a little bit later on in the show uh, representatives from John Glenn High School are going to be here and we're going to chat about Halloween, which opens up tomorrow afternoon man up at uh, Walkerton so we're going to be talking about that in the meantime um, I pretty much tell people everything so I went to the back doctor yesterday oh you did and uh, I have to have back surgery oh, no. sooner rather than later Okay. So it'll be early next month, like two weeks from today. Oh good. Yeah. yeah. Like uh, he said in he goes back just a few years ago, the situation that you have would be considered emergency and we would be going in and getting you done tomorrow. But insurance companies ah. nowadays don't consider an emergency. So oh walking isn't <laughs> a, it's an yes. emergency. Exactly. No. but I have um, yeah. down just above my tailbone, I have a place where the in my spinal cord where the nerves go through your spinal cord yeah. is totally pinched off, Ooh. not just compressed. And then I have up from that a little place where it's compressed. And he goes, while I'm in there, I'm going to fix both of them, not just the one that really needs to be fixed, right. but do both of them at the same time. So I was like, mm, okay. There was like no chance about could I wear a brace, could I do right. exercises, yeah. physical therapy, you know. No, there was no question. No, if you don't address this, it's going to continue to weaken and weaken. So and I asked him if you could tell what caused it, and you know what he said?
0: Uh living.
1: Arthritis. <laughs> what? Yes. You know, he goes, You know how most people have like arthritis in their hands? Yeah. You have it in your spine. You know, like, that, that, arthritis in my spine. That doesn't sound good. No, it doesn't. That really the thing that doesn't
0: r- sound good.
1: Really gets me is though, I don't have any pain. I have no back pain. Yeah. No pain, he has to be like in my hips shooting down my legs, none of that. Yeah. I just have numbness that actually is creeping up towards my knees and mm-hmm. it actually is creeping on both sides. Um mm. it's not just one side or the other. It so Yeah, I was like, okay. So I'll have to be off a couple of weeks. I'll be in the hospital, he said, three days because uh, they'll do IV yeah. antibiotics for a face well, sure. Yeah, Yeah. Um, infection. And then a couple of weeks at home. And then he said, gradually, working from home, you can gradually. He actually said this. <laughs> well, if you don't like your job, you can have three months off. <laughs> so, well, I own my own business. He goes, well, how much of it can you do from home? And then, then we had to get in the detail. Well, what do you do? And I told him I was a news reporter for a radio station. Well, what radio station? And, yeah. um, well, what do you do there? I said, well, I go to meetings uh, and report everything. the news. And uh, I said, I sit on my butt a lot of the time. Yeah. Um, and then I do a talk show. And he goes, oh, what's the name of your talk show? You know, I mean, it's just, yeah. <laughs> so, the 12 minutes, I actually recorded it on my phone, the 12-minute conversation with him and i'm having back surgery two weeks from today
0: all right well so I'm, right, I guess. I'm going
1: to have to rely on some friends again to fill in for me and i promise i won't do the six month thing and okay. be gone i Maybe. i will work my butt off to get back in here so that Very but good. thank you to some friends who are have already uh, laura and kevin and bob have already stepped up to the plate well to sure help out so, yeah yeah should so okay. anyway, that's the latest and the greatest uh, from me. Yeah, you got any you? news?
0: Um, I haven't had a second cup of coffee today. Oh, wait oh. a minute, I need—I need. I need Rusty needs a second cup of coffee. Finished. Film at eleven.
1: <laughs> um, I heard Jim just tell Bobby made some coffee, although. It won't be strong enough for you.
0: But. No, see, I I went and bought instant because oh. not everybody drinks it all the time anymore, and yes. I feel like why should we make a whole pot for me to have a whole pot? So yeah, you would um, drink a whole pot. Yeah, but uh, but I don't need to. Um, so I bought some instant. So what I do is I when they make it, I'll I'll fill my oh, cup with that and and some add more. some instant in there. So yeah. It gives it a little more kick.
1: Yeah, That's what you need, a little more caffeine. Oh, yeah. Yeah,
0: I do. (laughs) I do. Uh,
1: We can chit-chat a little bit about news before our guests get here. Um, I do especially want to comment. The folks out in Tyner who at this point are opposed to a regional sewer district. And they're only opposed because they don't want it in their town. They can go anywhere else, but they don't want it in their town right now. Um, Spoke before the Marshall County Commissioners again on Monday. Uh, Sharon Leathers, who has a Walkerton address but lives in Tyner, uh, basically said she had three questions to ask the commissioners. Her first question was, uh, what is your definition of underserved? Because in one of the comments made... Uh, at a prior meeting, it was stated that Tyner was underserved. And so there there was a discussion and Mike Burroughs said, well, I believe it's relating to that you don't have some way to get rid of your sewage in your community. Um, that that's, you're not being served by anybody through a, some kind of a sewer system. Uh, but he went on to say that that really is a question would be for Faith Chapman, who is Uh, the administrator at the county health department, or Ken Jones from Jones, Petrie, and Raphne. That's the company that was hired to do the survey, go around. Uh, They spent nearly two years
0: uh, on
1: this project um, looking for underserved areas in Marshall County. So Mrs. Leathers then asked, how far along are they with this sewer study? And Jim Clevenger said, well, it's completed. The study is, yeah. The study's been completed. They did designate 15 areas of being underserved by some form of a sewer system. Um, Her next question then was, well, why is it called an attractive program? She just couldn't understand what they were talking about that is attractive. I don't really see much attractive about sewage or pipes that go in the ground that carry sewage. But uh, the county attorney.
0: In what context? Well, the county attorney
1: believes that that Mr. Jones was trying to say it's an attractive project because um, from the expense point of it, there are opportunities for grants. Oh yeah. uh, Yeah. uh, You know, assistance for funding this, uh, financial assistance to help reduce the cost of it, and so uh, the attractiveness is that it could get some yeah. financial assistance to help it go forward
0: right and it's i don't want to say it's necessary but it's something that helps yeah the, i mean it alleviates a problem or a possible problem and if you can get a cut on the pay
1: i believe payout, it, in that initial yeah. study to do all 15 areas it was like 21 million dollars oh yeah so right now there's um art money American Recovery Plan funds that that are available, and this would be infrastructure. So that could be used to help do that. There are some grant opportunities available that would reduce the cost down of the project, thus reducing the cost that the users would have to pay for it. So that's the attractiveness of it. Um, Thirdly, she asked, why was Bur Oak taken off the list of projects between the minutes of June 23rd and August 2nd? And the commissioners and the county attorney and the county auditor said, I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. And she said, well, it's in the minutes. You listed Bur- Baroque in that first conglomeration, which would have been Inwood, Tea Garden, Tyner, and Baroque. That was mentioned in the June minutes. And I did go look up the minutes, and it is in the June minutes. In the August minutes, it has Baroque, no, it has Tyner, Tina Garden, Inwood, and Plymouth. So she wanted to know why they took Baroque out of of that first go-around, thinking that they Baroque residents didn't want it, so they took it out. But it really, it was either a misstatement by Mr. Jones of including Baroque in that first one, or a misstatement by not including them in the second one. But I'm pretty sure right now they are... In the the proposal was for Tyner Tea Garden, Inwood and the subdivision south of Plymouth to be the f- one project right. altogether. But because County Commissioner Kevin Overmeyer lives in Burr Oak and has a business in Burr Oak, they believe that he doesn't want to pay for it. So that's why they took it off the list. That has absolutely nothing to do with it. It actually, I believe, was misspoken in the initial meeting in June where he said Baroque. But I can't uh, go back into my minutes that far. And that's one of the stories that when we lost our server. Yeah, That's one of um, the weeks that we lost the story, so I can't even go and find the stories that I wrote um, for that. Yeah. I guess I could look, pull the file out and look at them in there. but um, Yeah. Um, so she thought that there was some preferential treatment or whatever, and the commissioners up and down said, look, nobody has been taken off the list. That is not for us to do. Um. So,
0: was that the okay? That he was naming the the initial places they'd yes, like his
1: to recommendation do it. of where we should start. Okay, the communities to start, and part of it is is he's pulling Plymouth into that. Well, uh, that one because Queens, right? No, it actually is south of town. Really, I think it's Oak Crest. Okay, because across the street they are on city sewer, but on the west side of Michigan Road they're not see and uh, i know it because that other site seems farther out the
0: question i have is that if you've got and mcqueen's wants it don't they want it i do believe and it seems to me that'd be an easier project coming from
1: inwood yeah but i don't think they would well inwood and south
0: i mean you got three projects there close to each other it seems that would save you some cost by you know how they do roads they'll add another one on so the cost is less because they don't have to move equipment and do all that it it's cheaper i
1: don't know i i have a feeling in the Inwood one it's going to be something out there that is standalone it will not be a connection onto the city but mcqueen's there's a sewer line that runs right right in front of that subdivision so that would be a a, an easier one i would think to work with
0: it would just be um, well, I don't know. I'm I'm not a sewer uh, engineer and I yeah. don't even play one on TV, but uh it would seem that all they would have to do is add the infrastructure to the addition yeah, and just honestly. hook it in rather than extending uh-huh. that all the way out there then doing that. Um that, well, I don't know. Like I said, I I'm not an expert. I'm I don't work for <laughs> Rafini and Jones, so
1: um at this point there are still 15 locations on the list and baroque is on that list so the final thing she asked is are you guys still you know looking at the lakes and the commissioners have said over and over that was our primary focus when we began this was to to look at the lake areas first but it is not up to the county commissioners to make that determination Um, an application has been sent downstate to create a regional sewer district here in Marshall County. If that is granted and we have the ability to establish a regional sewer district, at that point then a board of directors will be appointed. And they'll be appointed, a council and commissioners will have some appointments on there. Um, I believe like the health department will have a representative on there. I'm guessing there will be like a five- to seven-member board. Um, They do want like a taxpayer on there. So somebody from one of these regions um, would be on there. And um, at that point, then, that board will make the determination of what areas, what projects, and the timeline of when they're going to come on.
0: Okay, question on the administrative end of that. Do they have um some board that they answer to like um the commissioners or somebody I mean they say we want to do these projects do they have to take it to somebody and say these are the projects we want to do and they say okay go ahead and do them or no. I'm not sure
2: um so it, they it,
0: make the total decision right. totally con- in control
1: yep now the only thing is because it's an appointed board and obviously there will be taxation right for this right. um it would be just like uh, when Argus did not have an elected school board, they had okay. to come. Or uh, Lake Max and Kucky's regional board had to come with their budget. Um, it's not a lot different than solid waste. Mary Ann Peters, you know, right. out there. They have a board of directors. Now, fortunately, on that board of directors, you have three county commissioners that sit on it. But, um, yeah, it will be up to that board of directors to make all the decisions. Um, The only time they'll have to come, I think, is before the council to get their budget approved for the next year. Okay. But, obviously, there is no, at this point, they may be able to get a board, if we get approval, they may be able to get a board put together sometime next year. Uh, I would say it would be mid-year, probably, to later in the year, depending on how fast this process goes through, but... It, the board will make that decision. Now I know the taxpayers in Tyner wanted representation on that board and wanted to be able to hold an election and determine who they wanted to be on there to re- represent them. But that's not how, and it's set up through the state. It's not set right. up through the County on, on the makeup of this board and how it's done and to hold an election, believe it no, or not, it costs money. That's yes, a lot of money. So, um, you know i have no clue how many people in tyner are actually registered to vote so i I mean that could open another huge can of worms but um there will be a representative at least one um from and they may bring i don't know if they could even bring a temporary one on from the community so if they're doing inwood tyner and tea garden we'll just say if they were going to do that and plymouth if they see i don't see them adding four people to have representatives from each district there. I think it would be one person that would represent all of those. But, Probably. But um, that's that's where it is. And this is the third meeting, Marsh County Commissioner's meeting in a row, that uh, they have been at and, and spoke at. So, I mean, they definitely want to be heard that, you know, we aren't happy with uh, what's happening you know, out there.
0: You know, I'm... Whether you agree with them or not, this is the right way to do it. Exactly. That's so the way if you've got something like that, this is what
1: you should be doing. Mm-hmm. It's why, why do we have things set up the way they're set up? And that's why the commissioners have an open meeting. Exactly. That people can speak at. So, I
0: got to commend them with that. I mean, they are going about it the right way. Um Caller you're on the air. Uh,
3: yes. Um, when Kathy said that they do uh that machine
1: we're losing you.
0: Yeah, we're having trouble getting you. We're um
1: we're getting a lot of yeah, I, I don't know, um,
0: Noble calls it robot sounds. Yes. Um Colin okay. you you still there? there? Okay. okay, good. We there can we hear got you, now. you back.
3: Okay, okay. Um I was asking that you mentioned that McQueen's edition wants the new sewer system. What do you have a spokesman for McQueen's Edition? Is there, did they do a survey? We live in McQueen's Edition, and it's not my opinion that McQueen wants that. They,
1: there are a number of homes out there who have had issues with their septics out there, and um, the only way to totally fix it is to get hooked up. So, that's one of the communities that is on that list to look at that. And we've actually had a couple of people in. Um, it's been probably a couple of years ago with concerns about the sewers out there.
3: Um, I had heard that they didn't think that the city sewer system could handle all of this, that it isn't big enough to handle it. Do you um, know anything about that?
1: I don't know. I would think, knowing Donnie Davidson... I would think that he put that pipe in out to Shady Rest and upsized it enough, thinking into the future, when you're driving right past a, a subdivision, that he would have upscaled that to control, to allow that to come in, but I don't know.
3: Okay. Okay, I just wondered how, you know, what what the, uh, how they got the opinion of uh, mcqueen's
1: addition so there's been a couple okay. of homeowners that have been in um with issues out there you know um no, and, and they might have been in at the health board meetings versus the commissioner's meetings because yeah. i have attended those too.
3: there there's been only two that i know of uh in the addition that, that have had a problem but uh, okay well thank you thank yep. you Thanks for the, the call, call
1: all right um i guess we should say 936 is the number if you have a question or a comment
0: and uh should mention too just like with tyner before they would do anything in mcqueen's edition there, there will be, be public many, hearings. many 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 public hearings yeah. to allow you to come in and
1: and, and do gonna, what the
0: Tiner folks are doing express exactly. your opinion
1: they will at that you know when they get to those points where they have the regional sewer board makes a determination there will be public meetings because at that point then they'll be able to kind of pinpoint the cost, um, be able to tell you, you know, they'll get to the point where they'll be able to tell you this is what the connection cost is going to be, this is what uh, your monthly cost is going to be to have that service. So it is definitely, you know, construction, there is no way you're going to see anything in construction next year for this. It's government- moves at a slow pace yeah it's going to be a while uh, so it's going to take yeah well, some time I've,
0: i can't see this happening for probably another year and oh a half. It, yeah if it, that's if where i lightning speed it'd be a year and a half
1: that that's what i am thinking because you know you got to go through the process well, of hiring you got to go put out requests for proposals and hire an engineer to design it find you know. the
0: financing and yeah. go through all that and go through the grant process Apply for grants. Yeah, yeah it's going to take a long time yes. before anything gets done
1: um, also in the news, um, uh, arrest by Plymouth police at the Economy Inn. This happened w- yesterday morning, about 3:30 in the morning. Plymouth police responded to the Economy Inn. There was a complaint of a male subject who was walking around screaming at the hotel complex. Officers arrived on the scene. They found 48-year-old Larry Baltus there and informed him that he needed to stay in his room and calm down. Uh, about 15 minutes later, they were called back to the economy in for the same guy who was outside, walking around, screaming again. This time, they booked to, took him into custody, booked him into the Marshall County Jail, and arrested him for public intoxication and disorderly conduct. Um, and he is being held in the Marshall County Jail on a $250 cash bond. So, you know, when they ask you to be quiet, they really do want you to be quiet. So, they do. Yes, they do. <laughs> Definitely. So yeah, when the when they come the first, pretty nice. I mean, you're lucky that they came the yeah. first time and just told you to go to bed and be quiet. Um.
0: Well, we have a caller. Caller, you're on the air.
4: Hello. Uh, good morning. Good morning. Um, always enjoy your program in the morning. Well, thank, thank you. you. Um. I have a curious question. Okay. Um, it's always nice that uh, Plymouth wants to beautify. You know, I mean, it, it, it sparks up the town, okay? Yeah. Yes. But I have a question. Who actually runs, um, you know, the flowers and stuff that are around... In the middle of the um, park out there, across from the park, on South Michigan Street. Oh, on yeah. Michigan yeah.
1: Street? Um, I believe yeah, the Michigan, park board. Yeah, Michigan, when they plant all the
4: pretty flowers.
1: The, I think yeah. the park, park department is responsible for that. Park department takes care of that.
4: Those. Oh, the park department? Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, my question is, how come the town doesn't put lights there? that you can see when it's dark. And then also, when you notice around, I I know NDOT takes care of a lot of the roads and everything, but isn't there such a thing as safety, even in driving, such as kids walking and things, but isn't there some kind of fluorescent painting or something that would show the curving Oh, for all those little things beds? that don't get hit?
1: Um, yeah, I would think that the, you when could put fluorescent paint on them, on the edges of them.
4: Well, I know a lot of times when they do the roads, they do them in yellow paint. Uh, I know they invented a white, white paint now, a real white paint that will reflect white uh, heat and stuff on some of these new buildings that they're building. In technology, yeah. But if there was a different, really fluorescent uh, paint that would stick out, so when you're driving, it will reflect or put reflectors there, so it it's so easy to miss those curves.
1: Um yeah. I, would, yeah. I would. I would definitely agree. agree. Yes. Yeah. Um, the question is, it makes it more complicated because it is a state road, and I know uh-huh. the Parks Department takes care of the flowers in there. Right. Yeah, they're but
4: always beautiful. I
1: don't think it's... I don't know whose responsibility is the curbing and the right. guttering would be around there, but I'm totally with you. Um, And you obviously, they, they have some damage. I think primarily the damage on those have been called by snowplows over the years. Well, I've almost hit them. Oh, I
0: a number of times cuz uh, especially at night, at night and yeah. when
1: it's raining yeah. too it's really That's hard really to see hard. um but i don't know if it if the city could go in and paint those um or, i'm sure they well, would probably you know, have to have many
4: years ago i'm sorry forgive me many years ago uh, when we all remember plymouth like it used to be you know uh, a person could go out and volunteer painting um uh, uh, water hydrants. And I don't see them doing that anymore either. You know, used to go out and be able to paint a water hydrant so the fire people could see the fire, the hydrant. Used to be able to do that many years ago. And a lot of things have changed, I understand that. But when you got early in the morning, you got school buses, you got people going to work, you got people going to school, you know, and there's three sections there, and it's so easy mm-hmm. yeah. to miss them curves. Yep. Uh,
0: I'm not sure where you would go with that because it seems to me, since that's a state road, you'd probably have to go to Indot.
1: I would think almost yeah. between the two that the yeah. city would have to go to Indot and say, This is what we want to We've do and we get yeah. permission to do that. Yeah. Um at, because Indot mm-hmm. would say we're not gonna spend our money on that. Um,
4: okay. Uh, I'm also aware because I lived up in Mishawaka too at one time. But I've I've known NDOT to they get money, they get funding. Yeah. Okay. You can't let them fool you. But they get money to start, and if and if they don't start a project, I don't care if they went out and dug a hole. They could say, "Oh, well, we started this project. Twenty years down the road, still ain't finished." Mm-hmm. but they have to do that in order to get their funding. Uh, you know, it's funny because... Now, I- who can put the pressure on Indad uh, to take care of all the chuckholes and do some of that for the safety of people? Because it's going to be their safety as well.
1: The governor?
0: <laughs> <laughs> I think that would be the ultimate... Oh, you mean Governor Holcomb? Yeah, yeah. I think that would be the ultimate... Um- well Authority. i met him in person well good i wish i could
1: well you need to take advantage of it Very good. call him up yeah. and say hey you know um and then obviously state legislators uh they dole out the money to NDOT. um so if you talk to your state legislators who represent you and tell them of the issue if it's especially if it's on a state road potholes um I know, Mm -hmm. though, usually if you if you come across a pothole and you report it, there's supposed to be something like they have three days to fix it or whatever. um, And then if somebody else falls in that pothole and, you know, bends a rim or blows a tire or whatever, then they're supposed to be responsible uh, to take care of that because they haven't fixed the pothole in a timely fashion. But I have no clue for sure.
4: Well, fortunate. Unfortunately, I had, um, I had a relation who lost her husband on a motorcycle accident because of the roads, uh, and they weren't even married two years. And then also, someone who paid her um, went to Afghanistan. Okay, yeah. and which we need to really. We need to really commend those people who went over there to Afghanistan and came back. But when they were home on leave, they had to extend their leave because they hit a pothole and wrecked their motorcycle and oh. busted up their leg. Hmm. And you can report potholes, which I did report one by between Taco Bell and the auto place. And Taco Bell says, well, that don't belong to me. That belongs to this other person. Uh, they belongs yeah. to the auto priest. Well, it don't belong to the city. It belongs yeah. to somebody else.
1: It belongs to the shopping mall, yeah. the center up there. Yep. Because those people but just But it did eventually rent. get filled. Yeah, yeah. There, there's been a bad, bad ones there develop a lot, it seems like. But, yeah, that, that is yeah, private well. property. Private property. Yeah. Yep.
4: Yeah. Uh, well, you know, I'm not trying to uh, ruffle anybody's feathers, <laughs> but honestly, for the safety of a lot of things, and you know, our, our children are the most important thing in the future, and I only have one other thing to say. Okay. The Blueberry Festival had more organization. It was very good to see on how people drove and the the organization they had in directing traffic but as soon as the Blueberry Festival was over with everybody doesn't seem to know how to drive
1: anymore <laughs> <laughs> yeah that happens you got a point <laughs> I have to agree with you uh, you got a point uh, yeah you're, you're right on but anyhow I that was just my thought for the day alright thanks for the call thank you
4: uh-huh
1: bye-bye Bye. okay Rusty, why don't we take our first break of the morning
0: we can do that
1: and uh we have a prize that we can give away yeah, today
0: we can segue right into this i've got oh. uh wristbands oh. for the rides at Halloween. uh-huh coming up this weekend uh we got a pair of them uh, let me take a quick look here Okay, what date is it? Okay, today you can still get them at TCU locations in Walkerton and Plymouth. Okay. But just for today.
1: And they're 20 bucks.
0: Um, Yeah, $20. Actually, it says until noon on September 24th. So you have until okay, noon tomorrow. tomorrow. All right. Uh, so um, anyway, it's the 24th, 25th, and 26th. There's all kinds of stuff going on, but we've got two wristbands for uh, the Midway for all the rides. So we're going to give those to... I have so much trouble getting things in my hands anymore. Caller number five nine three six four zero nine six nine three six four zero nine six. Caller number five, getting a couple of wristbands. So uh, get dialing.
2: Imagine there's a notepad in front of you. If you were to write down a single word that described your relationship with your family doctor, what would it be? How about this one? Confidence. Nothing's more important than having confidence in your doctor, and confidence is what the Doctors in St. Joseph Physician Network inspire. It begins with knowledge and experience. Our physicians have received the highest level of medical education and demonstrated their excellence through residencies at prestigious healthcare facilities. But great doctors are also people with a genuine understanding of what their patients are going through, communicating frequently, openly, sincerely. Real people who care about the communities they serve and always have their patients' interests at heart. The more you know about St. Joseph Network physicians, the more you'll feel that confidence. So we invite you to learn more by visiting stjo.docs.com stjo.docs.com Write that down right next to the word confidence
0: It's
5: a wide variety.
6: Difference is good. FM 106.1 at AM 1050. My station. WTCA. W-T-C-A.
7: 106.1 and AM 1050 WTCA in Plymouth, Indiana. And what's your opinion? Phone lines are open at 574 936 4096. So call now and join the fun. Now here's Kathy and Rusty.
5: Yeah.
7: Yeah.
0: Veronica C. is the winner of our wristbands. Veronica, enjoy your writing. Uh, pulled one out of Bob's iPod. Yeah. <laughs> this is bob music.
1: No, it's the carnival music. Oh, yeah, music. that's right. It is. It's it carnival is, music. definitely. Yes, it is. And we have guests in the studio with us this morning. Mr. Morton is in from John Glenn High School, and he's brought a couple of students with him. Um, I guess if you guys, if the kids, if you guys will introduce yourself, tell who you are, who your parents are, what grade you're in, you know, some of that jazz Hi, my name is Sophie McLaughlin. I'm a junior. Um, my
7: parents, my dad is an ag teacher at John Glenn. He's Mr. McLaughlin, and then my mom is a math teacher at John Glenn, Mrs. McLaughlin. Oh gosh, you don't, you can't get rid of me. <laughs> Golly, that makes it. You, you can't get
6: away with anything.
7: <laughs> <laughs> no,
1: unfortunately <laughs> not. <laughs> yeah. Okay, and
6: I'm the senior class president at Shane G. Uh, my parents are Michelle and Don G. So.
1: And they don't work at the school.
6: They do not work at the <laughs> school.
1: Well, you, you've got it easy then, Shane. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Shoo. And Mr. Morton, what are you?
5: I am the retired <laughs> principal. The retired principal, but remain the chairman or co-chairman of this event called wonderful. Following.
1: That is so wonderful. Um, I guess, tell us about the creation of Following, if you will, why it came about and how long you've been going
5: Well, it's about 12 years ago, and one of the staff members, uh, I was a a new principal at the time of the high school, and one staff member came and said, um, historically, our staff raises money for student scholarships. And the present uh, activity has run its course. Mr. Morton, do you have an idea (laughs) of what we could do to raise funds for students? So I let the creative juices flow and what came out was the following fest. It's the baby blueberry and it is. and uh it's gone from there. And in the twelve year or a little less than twelve years, it's raised for the scholarships four hundred and fifty thousand dollars, all of which um have been given, all the monies have been given to students in the senior class and i think we've helped probably over 300 students in this time period and so this year we're shooting to go well above the half a million dollar mark
1: wow that's fantastic um i I, what made you though this is a huge undertaking this isn't like selling wrapping paper or magazines or anything (laughs) this is like a major event in walkerton
5: it is it's a it it, it's very good for walkerton it's very good for the surrounding smaller communities uh as well those communities feed into the school system Mm -hmm. and so it brings everyone together it doesn't just raise the money for the scholarships but uh, you know we have five churches that that get on board and do various things at the festival um the the odd fellows group in uh, tyner Mm -hmm. they they get get on board and so it brings everybody together the school organizations and just just all of the things it teaches people kids as well about the importance of civic duty and and doing something for a greater cause and and then beyond all of that, it's just good, clean, family, fun, fellowship, and that's I'm all about that, and always have been in my life, and I like that whole idea of celebrating in the street, you know, sure, yeah. and, and the, the the town fair,
1: and and that's really what this is: is a town fair on the grounds of the high school.
5: Yes, it is.
1: So okay Is the parking lot already have carnival rides in it <laughs> yes <Yeah. laughs> it, it has to make it a little more complicated those last few days while you're still in school but that's getting started and getting set up because it's not this isn't a small event so it, it takes a few days to get things put together and in place
5: <laughs> it does and and What I can uh, enjoy saying this morning is that now I've turned all of those logistics over to a new principal (laughs) who has to decide where will the students park for these few days and, and how do they get into the building in the rain. Uh, this is the first year of the decade or so I've been involved. Of course, that we've had rain almost uh, on and off since Monday, <laughs> yeah. and generally we have always had sunshine, and the rain will often come at Halloween. <laughs> yeah. But well, good, year, we're getting it out
1: of the way. Yeah, this year
5: <laughs> it appears to be the other way around. Yeah. So,
1: um, and Halloween really is just a smaller piece of what the blueberry festival is you have the same things you have rides you have entertainment you have food you have fundraisers for various organizations you have craft vendors it, it's all there just a, on a little bit smaller scale has I mean, to be <laughs> it, well, it can't
5: be the blueberry the blueberry is about the largest festival i think in the state of indiana that in the nut festival down in evansville which is next week
1: oh yeah. The Nut Festival. That's one I've not attended. Well,
5: actually, it's called the Nut Club, and I don't really? quite understand. It's a civic group, but it's the Nut Club, and they all call themselves the Nuts. But anyway, <laughs> enough of that. Well, that
1: would work here. So um, do students get involved with creating this and, and setting this up, too, and helping?
5: Yes, and they they uh, we have a uh, just a sign-up book i guess and we put it out at the start of the school year and it's been a little trickier to do that with covid because we have to be a bit more careful um, because they would uh, often come to the office where this sign up uh, sheet or sheets were located and they would hover around and try to decide what they want to do but there's a lot of spirit because there's now a, a, a short history and the high school students know that uh, they are to get involved and so it's easy in a way because you have an arsenal i mean you have a large group of people from which you can pull to 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 get things done and just putting up all the tents and and moving all the tables and the picnic tables and the chairs and um, we have students doing that and that's, that's awesome i mean you just school is very important of course for the studies but there are so many other things that that people learn and in, in school we're uh, learning to work together learning mm-hmm. to 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 follow direction and learning that um uh, Having fun and going to a blueberry or going to a following uh, is a lot of. There's a lot of work, as you've said, Kathy, behind the scenes.
1: Oh, there certainly is. So, um, do you guys have a part uh, in following this year?
6: Yeah, um, we, volu- we have, we've set up the tents before uh, this week, and we're volunteering this weekend and.
1: Now, what specifically, Shane, are you volunteering for? Do you is, are, are you going to be parking cars, or do you work in a booth, or
6: um, this Friday I will be help helping directing traffic a little bit uh, <laughs> for the parade and everything. Oh, that's right. Yes. Uh, yeah.
1: Um. Okay. Friday, the parade kind of kicks off the event. So, what time is the parade?
6: Parade uh, begins at five fifteen.
1: And they start where and end up, I assume, then at the high school.
6: Yeah, they start at Erie Middle School. or make okay. their way through, and they and they end at John Glenn. And that's when Following kicks off.
1: Okay, very good.
6: It's the
5: Pied Piper
6: bringing yep, all leading all the
1: everybody people. down to the school. Yep, wonderful. So, um, just as the blueberry, um, you know, and, and I, everybody has heard. I mean, there are these famous apple dumplings at Halloween. Uh, So, um, Sophie, can you tell us a little bit about some of the food maybe that people will have there?
7: Yeah, sure. So um, all day, every day, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, there's going to be the homemade apple dumplings, ice cream, homemade soups, pie, pizza, tacos, coffee, cupcakes, kettle corn, teas. All those things are going to be all day, every day. Um, But specifically, there's going to be like kind of like family meals every day. So on Friday... um, from 4 until closing, the John Glenn Athletic Department is sponsoring um, burgers, brats, and nachos. Um, the scholarship committee is going to be sponsoring a ribeye steak sandwich booth from also from 4 to closing. Um, the band boosters are having a porta pit chicken booth from 5 to 7.30, and then the Chi tri Kappa are having a pork chop and pulled pork dinner, and that's going to be from 5 to 8. And for adults, the ticket prices are $10, and children, it's 5
1: wow there's a a lot besides that and the carnival brings some food along too oh, yeah. so i mean you can eat your way through this <laughs> festival that's for sure
5: rusty likes those elephant ears
0: yeah uh-huh. you no know, that's the thing we had an argument here with a couple other guys on the air about elephant ear or funnel cake so we we don't need to get into that but yeah. <laughs> which do you cakes. like better we have both See, I'm an elephant ear guy. I'm a funnel cake. Yeah, see, that's yeah. the, that, and every every any group you're in, it's, you know, and then you get the fight going on <laughs> which one's better. So
1: Yeah, but uh but actually Rusty has actually been mentioning the apple dumplings. Oh, the dumplings.
0: apple dumplings, yeah. So I mean, the first year they ran out, didn't they if uh, I remember right?
5: They generally do. Sometimes <laughs> they run out Saturday night at the 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 the, the women not, a few men I think assist. Uh, at the Presbyterian Church, yep. uh, they they work several days and they they make those and they they usually sell them in pans of four, but they can sell them as singles and they sell about I think seven to eight thousand of wow. those, and it's a small church and they um, they get together and they have quite a collective enterprise and and they are very very good
1: that's a lot of apples to peel <laughs> Ugh, i don't like peeling apples anyway but that's a lot of. Apples. and they
5: do peel those apples you know they wow. go they do it the old-fashioned way and the the good way um yeah. but also this year the blissville church oh yeah they are going to um sell homemade amish cinnamon rolls Ooh. <laughs>
1: uh-oh
5: So can you imagine coming out there on Saturday or (laughs) Sunday morning and and later in the morning after you've done your other important activities and and, um, taking part in such a delicacy?
1: Uh, Yes, I can. (laughs) Now, I assume um, some of this food will be outside in tents, but is some of the food also served in the cafeteria at the school?
7: Yeah, um, on Saturday... One of our, she works in the library, and sweetest lady ever, Um, her name's Miss Stolf, and a retired teacher, Mrs. Parker, they're going to be in the cafeteria all day on Saturday from 8 to 3, just serving homemade food. Um, There's also going to be, like, the the pork chop and pulled pork dinner on Friday. That's in the cafeteria, as well as um, there is the fish fry on Saturday (laughs) night, um, sponsored by the Tyner International Order of Odd Fellows, all-you-can-eat fish fry from four to eight. Take prices are again: adults are ten, children are five. And then Sunday morning, there's also a pancake breakfast wow. sponsored by the Knights of Columbus, and that's in the cafeteria as well.
1: Okay, so the school building gets involved, and and out on the parking lot area. So
0: I can personally endorse the Odd Fellows fish too. <laughs> that's 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 good fish.
5: All-you-can-eat. Ooh.
1: So you get the fish. And then you go get the apple dumpling for your they, dessert. They may
0: see me coming for the fish and say, "No, oh, we got to stop this. You'll eat it all." Oh, it's it's great stuff. It's wow. really really good.
1: Um, so food is a big thing, but um, uh, here at Plymouth, when we have the Blueberry Festival, we have three stages going on, and we have um, all kinds of entertainment from you know animal acts and musical acts. Uh, magician and all that kind of stuff. I'm guessing that you guys have some entertainment lined up for us too.
6: Yeah, uh like we said earlier, it begins with the parade and then on Friday night, uh you have the uh, acoustically uh speaking on the outdoor entertainment tent on uh, Friday night at uh, starting at 7:30. Um in the auditorium, we have some of our students uh volunteering and everything. Uh we have the puppet shows from 12:30 to 2:45. Uh and then 1.30, the magician show, and the, and the show choir is at 4 p.m. And the Falcon Follies, uh, there's a show at 7.30 p.m. And that's all in the auditorium. And then on Saturday, uh, outside at the entertainment tent, there's a lot of bands and singers. Uh, Cinematical Journey, uh, it's a jazz band. They're beginning at 1 p.m. Uh, Steve Forsman, his wife, is one of the counselors at John Glenn. <laughs> uh, he's beginning at 5 p.m. And then the Whistle Pigs to oh, close I off the night. Uh, on uh-huh. saturday night at seven they're a very very popular northern indiana yeah. uh, seven-piece band
1: yeah um so now is all the entertainment free rather or is there some of it that you have to pay for
6: all the entertainment's free uh just the rides is where uh wow. the money comes in for the wristbands and everything
1: that's great so i mean this is really an event for families um you know you can spend right. as much or as little as you want to but you can t- still have tons of fun. So you've got all kinds of entertainment, and the whistle pigs—I've heard them before. So. Well, the
0: "Sentimental Journey" is yeah, pretty popular exactly. around here.
1: Exactly. So, so I—I'm guessing that you guys are also involved in clubs uh, at school since you're class officers. So, are your individual clubs doing anything um, to help out?
6: Yeah, uh, student council is helping a lot. Um, We've had some guys uh, come in and set up some tents before the week started. There's a lot of tents already outside the school, as you can imagine, for all the food and everything. Um, student council, yeah, a big help.
1: Uh, I, in years past, I think the FFA have sold mums at yeah. the event so I can talk about that a little bit um, okay
7: I'm FFA vice president this year my dad's our advisor <laughs> um, so I'm pretty involved with it um, this year we are selling mums again okay. um, make sure you get them fast though because we've already sold like a third of them just this week so there's gonna be going pretty fast but we've got lots of colors rust dark red several shades of yellow white purple lots of those wow. Um, their prices are one for ten dollars or three for twenty seven um the greenhouse is open from the time the festival opens to when it closes so anytime you're there you can go in there there's gonna be FFA members working in there my dad will probably be in there so you can definitely get moms uh, we'll help you load them to your cars take them out to wherever you're parked um... we get the moms from Hans Greenhouse which is local um... they're perennials so they're gonna grow back every year um... we also are gonna be selling country meats meat sticks so we have lots of flavors barbecue ones spicy ones Sweet ones, all those things. Those are a dollar each, and those are going to be in a tent located outside our shop. Um, in our shop, actually, we're going to be having a petting zoo and a kitty tractor pull. So the petting zoo is going to be on Sunday from twelve thirty to five. Um, there's no charge. Um, It's in the ag shop. There's going to be calves, horses, rabbits, chickens, maybe some goats. So that's pretty exciting, and I know all the little kiddos love that. So it's really nice to be able to just see their faces light up when they get to go in there. Um, Also on Sunday, starting at 1230, we're going to have our kitty tractor pull. So that is available for elementary school students. There's three divisions based off your weight, so it's fair for everybody. Mm -hmm. Um, There is going to be a $2 charge for that, but... There's trophies for champion and reserve. Everybody gets a ribbon. It's really exciting because everybody cheers you on, so that's really fun to watch.
1: And they don't have to bring their own tractor. No, no. There will be a tractor there. Okay, good deal. Maybe you could do that, Rusty.
0: (laughs) Yeah, uh, the weight requirement would probably put me out of the... Darn. uh, Yeah, I don't think there'd be a kid of my size. Uh, Okay.
1: Yeah. You never know. Yeah. (laughs) So um, a couple of things that I, I... we need to definitely talk about, is hours, um, Hours. The hours of your festival.
5: Yes, it'll open uh, tomorrow, Friday, at 4 o'clock. Are you guys
1: in school tomorrow?
5: Oh, we're always With in this? school. Oh, yes. my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, this Whoa. whole thing goes up. I wish we had a, a time lapse, kind of uh, whatever you call those videos. That, oh, yeah, uh, the, you can that watch shows it. you, yeah. yes. Yes, but, um, yes, school will is uh, in session today and tomorrow. And then um, school gets out at 3 o'clock, and then the festival opens at 4 o'clock. And um, the parade at 5, and then the festival goes until 10.30 uh, at night. And Saturday, 11.30 in the morning. However, the crafters are there earlier than that. We have about 100 crafters this year, wow. 100 in the uh, one of the gymnasiums. And now oh wow. they spill over outside. So <laughs> most of them are inside, but there are uh, probably 25 of them outside. <clears throat> and so that opens uh, 10 o'clock-ish in the morning. Okay. But the festival really gets going about 11.30, and then it goes until 10.30 Saturday night. And then finally, on Sunday, it opens again Uh, Earlier for the crafters, but 11:30 on the campus, and then it goes until 6 o'clock p.m. And then it's done, and (laughs) then we clean up. And then we
1: have to clean it all up.
5: Clean it all (laughs) up, and because we use the school, it that's quite a an endeavor, Um, and it speaks very highly of our custodial staff uh, at the at the school. they, they work extra hours, and we get school back in order because we use the, the lavatory or the restroom facilities of the school, and we make it very comfortable wow. for people. You know, we have an art show inside the school. The, the art club is there doing face painting. Um, we use the, the school auditorium for the things that Shane mentioned a moment ago and then the cafeteria is in use constantly and then some of the the vendors uh the arts and crafts people spill you know through the 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 back hallways Mm -hmm. on through the gymnasium and then outside so um it's always worked well it's a little trickier with covid um as we're all aware and we all have to take the necessary precautions and that's hard to do with 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 a lot of people <laughs> True.
1: Um, so I assume I mean it's basically kind of just hand-washing stations some places yes. you know maybe a sign that says you know we recommend you wear a mask but there's no mask requirement for it
5: precisely and at every booth there's a there's a, a sign of, that <laughs> hangs that <laughs> says please try to remain uh, six feet apart mm, yeah. but you know it's very difficult to do as we know as we're trying to live our lives and and meander through this this pandemic maze. But um, we're going to do it.
1: Very good. Now, a couple of things. Parking. Since this is in the high school parking lot, where do people park?
5: That's one of the biggest issues. (laughs) Um, We have parking at the uh, Presbyterian Church, and that is free and they have a good-sized parking lot that's on Georgia Street which is a bit north of the high school and then uh, at the about as far south as the church is to the school is the Walkerton Parks Department and there is ample parking there and uh, there is a two dollar charge there for parking is pretty good deal and between the parks department and the festival site at the school and then up to the north to the Presbyterian church. There's a shuttle that runs oh, okay. uh, on Friday uh, after six o'clock because of the parade. Those routes mm-hmm. are rather are rather crowded um, until 1030. And then that shuttle runs on the weekend all day Saturday. It does not run on Sunday. Um, so people park in those places and then it's amazing to watch where the people park because they park all over the community on the streets there also is a service because uh, available our soccer students soccer boys and girls um as well as and i'm not sure which church it is here in plymouth um being involved this year, that church, and they run golf carts. And so out on a Facebook, um, that telephone number is published. And if you need some help, um, feel free to call that. And wherever you park, you give the details, and someone will pick you up. And And the same thing if you're to buy something like one of these large, great mums, at the FFA uh, greenhouse or if you pick up something in this department store which is a huge garage sale uh, that's in our school garages <laughs> you might need a little help to get your things back to your car because we don't have a seven-story parking garage so uh, they're there to help you and people are there to help you and uh, we want Everyone to be able to come. So if it's hard for any person to negotiate the the the, the legwork, mm-hmm. just give a call and we'll try to help you get there so you can have that fish or that elephant ear or the, the those pancakes and so on.
1: So school is in session on Friday. Do you guys play football on Friday night?
5: We do, and sometimes we do that at home when this is going on, but this year we are playing football away.
1: Okay, which makes it a little bit easier.
5: I think it makes it a little easier, (laughs) but there is a lot of excitement when our football stands are home, uh, or when we're playing the home game, uh, coupled with this event. Oh, yeah kind of interesting to watch the football and hear that music that we heard at the start of this segment of the merry-go-round you know
1: while you're playing football right and of course the fans who come from the other school they're like hey we can have dinner over there before we go to the game so that's a real plus (laughs) when
0: they open their wallets we like it.
1: yes definitely
0: see if you listen to your own radio station on thursday (laughs) nights, you would know that we talk to coach austin faust every thursday about their upcoming game so that's a plug for tonight, yeah, ladies and gentlemen.
1: Okay, <laughs> I will listen tonight. Okay, very good. <laughs> um, uh, now, Plymouth Blueberry Festival has fireworks. Do you guys have fireworks?
5: We do have fireworks. Aha. Uh-huh. Okay. And they are Saturday night. Um, it's uh, to celebrate the season of fall. And fall, I guess, started officially yesterday, yes. but we'll have them Saturday night. And they occur at uh, between 9.45 and 10 o'clock p.m. Um, We've always had the fireworks. We've never had inclement weather. If that were to ever happen, we would move those to Sunday night. But they are uh, Saturday night.
1: Okay. Um, The other thing, I'm going to ask each one of you if you can tell us, like, what is your favorite thing um, for our listeners, if they're coming to Falloween and they haven't been there before, what should they not miss? What should they participate in or eat or see uh, at Falloween? So what's your favorite?
6: Uh, my favorite particularly is the food. Uh, <laughs> it's, there's food everywhere at the festival. There's it's To your right and to your left, there's a lot of food. Uh, elephant ears and the lemonade is my favorite thing <laughs> about the festival.
5: Okay. It is a food fest. It
6: really is. It should be called the following
5: food fest. But.
7: Okay, Sophie? Um, my favorite part would probably be um, anything that has to do with like the F- what the FFA puts on, because I've been involved in that for as long as I can remember. <laughs> so I have a lot of good memories with that. But it's really nice being able to... Um, see little kids go in there and pet the animals the animals that maybe they don't know anything about so getting able to talk to their owners and learn about them maybe give them some treats pet them um or do the little like the tractor pull seeing them pedal on that little that little tractor it's adorable so it's really exciting when you get to see them and see how they can interact with ag and actually be like oh wait i could do this and so it's really cool to be able to see that
1: and mr morton what's your favorite
5: well, I don't. I I would think probably on the bumper cars when <laughs> I get to uh, get on the bumper cars and and, <laughs> and no, all the really other kids
1: in there uh, <laughs> pick on you. <laughs> come yeah, after they, you. they
5: get but, to really get back <laughs> at the adult. But no, the 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 the, the highlight for me is that um, there are two puppet shows, and that doesn't sound like a, a great deal, but they're they're stick, they're, they're people, it's a, a laser black light puppet show that's very uplifting, um, a local uh, church in the community mm. uh, prepares every year the neatest uh, of shows. And I enjoy that probably the, mo- the, the most. Uh, the, the, they fill our auditorium Two different times, I think 12.30, and then I don't remember the other time, uh, 2.45 maybe in the afternoon. And, or was it one forty-five? Sophie will look. Mm-hmm. But those puppet shows are about 30, 35 minutes. It doesn't cost a thing. And you can sit down. Yes. And it's uplifting. And the music is, it's just Wonderful, and and the fact that there are people of all ages, little kids, uh, just rocking back and forth, having a good time, and those of us who are older, uh, kids at
1: kids at heart, at heart, yes, and
5: that is the highlight for me. I, I and the fact that our community people do these things, and come together, and they don't get paid to do it. They just do it, and they do it for the public school and the causes. And everyone just has a great time.
1: That's that's really neat. Yeah. I, I kind of thought you would say that, you know, you want to get on that wildest ride they have there in the parking lot. I don't think I'm going <laughs> to be on the freak out. <laughs> Ooh. Can you tell us a little bit about great rides? Great name. Sure.
5: We, they're about... 20 or so uh, 19 or 20 rides around the school and it's the same carnival that comes here to blueberry fest uh, mid-america or the north american midway that's cool and so uh, the selection is always a little different so it won't be exactly the same thing that you would have had in plymouth but um, there are about uh, an equal number of um, mild rides and the merry-go-round and the flying bees and the, the um, that crazy cab. I don't know if that crazy cab was here. It's for smaller children. And I don't remember if it was here at Blueberry. But then there are, of course, the other eight or nine that uh, swing you in every direction, whether you're on the Himalaya, <laughs> or whether that's here, or whether you're on the uh, the freak out, or whether you're on the. Uh, scrambler
6: or whatever it is but it's fun
1: okay do you kids ride on the rides
6: i usually do yes <laughs> it's it's nice and different it's new rides coming every year and it's more and more it seems like and it's a lot of fun and it's cheap too and it's a good time
7: sophie i ride them i just don't like going upside down <laughs> i it makes me very nervous but i have before and i would say that the rides are very fun i know they're they're a big hit with a lot of people so
1: now um if people want to ride rides i mean obviously you can go to the carnival uh any any afternoon and evening and buy tickets Um, typically anymore you a ticket costs so much and most rides take multiple tickets
5: that is correct
1: so the better bet is to buy a wristband
5: to buy a wristband and um they are Presently $20, and you can go to TCU, one of the two locations here in Plymouth or to the location in Walkerton, and they are $20. I would not suggest that you try to get into the high school office to buy them because it, uh, there's quite a maze to find your way to the high school <laughs> office. But our other schools have them as well. Okay, We usually sell out um, and... We're close to selling out, so uh, once they're gone, they're gone. We don't have the Mega band. We have had that at times, uh, but we don't have that this year. Um, But we do have these uh, in advance. They're $20, and a great deal, um, because when you buy them on the grounds, they're more expensive. Mm -hmm. And... um, uh, I think 25 and then even Saturday a little more because the length of the day is uh, uh, substantial enough that uh, if you were one of those people to ride for 11 <laughs> oh. hours, I think you might be a little ill the next day. But <laughs> but it's a good deal. As Shane said, he said it was cheap. I'll use the word inexpensive. <laughs> <laughs>
1: very reasonable
5: <laughs> very reasonable yeah
1: well you know for a family you know, you've got a, a kid or two here's here's 20 or 40 dollars they're going to be happy all day and all evening riding rides and you can go do your shopping and you right. know all of that kind of stuff so i know i didn't venture over to the carnival this year at blueberry um i didn't have anybody that I was always with adults, and none of so we didn't go there. But I I was told that um, the rides all had sanitizing stations, getting on and getting off that you could sanitize your hands each time. So, um, you know that's part of the COVID thing that, yeah. that who knows may may continue on forever. That people become a little more aware of germs, and so it'll be standard practice to have yeah. hand washing stations or sanitizer here and there or everywhere. But so. Then the money raised, you guys each year do scholarships, we and do. I so assume the kids like put an application in for a scholarship.
5: They do. Uh, that is worked through by our counselors and guidance counselors, and um, they probably start that process in Feb- probably February or March, coming up in twenty twenty two. And uh, for this year's group of seniors. And there's a, there's that entire process. And we have never turned anyone down.
1: Wow. That's fantastic.
5: And anyone can apply. And it's not just for college. It's for trade school. Gosh, do we need people in the trades? Yes. And so it's for trade school. It's for uh, cosmetology, oh. culinary, you name it. And so, you know, we don't send everyone and pay their way. It's just a, a salute for being uh, a, a, a good citizen at John Glenn High School. And we say, job well done. And now take this and apply it um, to what you're, what's next in your journey.
1: Well, that's cool. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, I'm On the website, so if you would go online and Google it, following, I put John Glenn High School uh, with it it comes right up and i just switched over to the events and i you even have some athletic things that are going to be happening too so there's a softball a u12 softball tournament going on you're going to have a run uh happening too old timers home run derby's going to be happening <laughs> there fun. you go yeah
5: rusty are you going to be there for that
1: uh,
0: <laughs> no but i'll give your baseball coach a little bit of grief over that so. Oh, no yeah okay. yeah yeah we go way back <laughs>
1: <laughs> there's a children's parade on saturday uh, there's soccer games going on so i mean there's a something for everyone and obviously with fall just beginning now you'll, you'll find tons of decorations for your yard and your home uh, over at following so take advantage of it and rusty promises the weather's going to get better oh, yeah. now it is so you're you're getting the rain out of the system and you're going to have a fantastic uh, following weekend we hope
5: so thank you (laughs) meteorologist mr Mr. nixon so least i can do thank you
1: (laughs) so before i let you kids out of here i i do want to find out a little bit about you um so shane what are your plans after high school
6: uh, my plans after high school is to go to college. Uh, I'm not for sure yet where I'm going or what I want to do. Uh, it's leaning towards sports communications or uh, turf management because I, like, I work at a golf course.
1: So, oh, yep. turf management. Golly, that's I – would mean, that be something that you'd do at Purdue or
6: – Yeah, it's more of a Purdue thing. There's a lot I, – I there's a couple people I know that went to Purdue for turf management, So and they've – are very successful right now, so. Oh,
1: and that, I mean, I would like my grass to look nicer at home, so maybe you could even help me out there. You <laughs> yeah, get, this
6: rain really helped, too. Yeah,
1: definitely, for sure. And, Sophie, what are your plans?
7: Um, Again, I'm not really sure, like, what college I want to go to, but I'm actually thinking about studying broadcast journalism. But, um, I mean, that's all I really know as of right now. I got a little bit more time, but I'm only a junior, but, um... Yeah, that's about it, I guess. Where, where
2: did
1: your parents go?
7: Oh, my parents. My um, my mom went to a small junior college in Southern Illinois. That's where she's from. Okay. And then she went to Southern Illinois University in Carbondale. Um, my dad went to a junior college in also in Illinois, uh, Black Hawk. He did this like horse judging scholarship there, and then he went to SIU as
1: well. So gosh, not even agriculture, and not even Purdue. No, I'm not shocked. Purdue. Yes, definitely. Um, have you taken Sean? Have you uh, take, gone into any colleges and looked around yet?
6: I have not. Uh, it's College Go Week this week at our school, so I'm going to get some help from our counselors and start applying and start looking this week.
1: So. Yeah, it's a it's a big time. I have a grandson down in South Carolina who just this past weekend went to uh, college and looked around, and <laughs> afterwards I asked his parents. They actually spent two days. They were there Saturday and Sunday. And the college paid for the hotel room. It's like, wow. I don't know. Whoa. Yes, but um, nice. uh, so and and I asked my daughter. I said, "So, are you going to anyone?" She goes, eh, "No, this is okay." <laughs> he's like, "Okay, this is this is fine. I can go here." So he's not
5: in the state of South Carolina. In, in South
1: Carolina, uh, so state. which is nice because it's only an hour and a half away from mom and dad. It's far enough away, but not too far away, which is nice i have a grandson who's at manchester this year for the first year and um he plays on the baseball team so every sunday his mom and dad have been going down on sundays to watch him play ball and bringing home a load of laundry and i said oh there's only i think one or two more weekends and then that happens i said then what's he going to do with his laundry because she brings home a load does it and then the next weekend takes it back down and brings back another one well, there are some girls down there. They, all, they offered to do laundry for $5 a load, so I can foresee him. Yeah, I was like, oh, my goodness. It's pretty good. <laughs> so, be, check on that laundry when you're looking at colleges. Oh, yeah, I, sure. I definitely will, yeah. <laughs> <But> <laughs> it's a fun time, and it's, a, it's hard to make a decision when you're so young of really what you want to do. Um, there's so many opportunities out there. but Your mom and dad
5: put in swimming pools. You're not going to
1: do that?
6: uh i'm that's not really my interest but yeah they <laughs> he they likes do a good the green grass that. better oh yeah yep. <laughs> than the
1: concrete
6: stuff so
1: well i want to thank you guys for coming in and um mr Morgan, this is such a fantastic fundraiser for the school for you to uh, pull this out of your hat and <laughs> and make this and then stick with it after you've left the school and retired is really wonderful
5: Yeah, and I sold my house, so I've been driving uh, 85 miles each way. Oh, (laughs) boy.
1: Oh, well.
5: That's dedication.
1: (laughs) Yes, it is. Well, it's worth it. Very good. It's worth it. Thank you guys for coming in and spending time with us this morning. We really appreciate it. Thank you for all of your help
5: and
0: support. Thank you. Thanks. All right. um, We got wristbands giveaway. Okay. We were talking about the rides. You can ride them. Uh, we have two more to give away, and we're going to give those to caller number eight. Number eight nine three six fours. Ouch! I just dropped my bear again. Sorry. Nine three six four zero nine six. So uh, I got to move over here and push this button.
1: Want to learn a new language so it will actually stick? Try
6: Babbel.
2: Practice real-life conversations in the Babbel app. ¿Cómo te llamas?
6: ¿Cómo te llamas?
2: Get personalized help in Babbel's live online classes.
6: Classes are limited to six people, so everyone can get the help they need.
7: Review words and phrases with fun games, or dive into the culture with short videos. Whatever your learning style, Babbel gives you the tools you need.
1: Babbel. More ways to learn. Start learning a new language today at babel.com, babbel.com. B-A-B-B-E-L dot com. The Belmart BP station at the corner of Michigan and Jefferson Streets in downtown Plymouth not only provides BP fuel to keep you moving down the road, but they can also keep you moving throughout the day. Some gas can cause nasty dirt deposits to build up on critical engine parts, dragging your fuel economy down and leading to unexpected trips to the mechanic all grades of BP gasoline have Invigorator, a cleaning agent that helps defend your engine against dirt to give you more miles to the tank, and that means more easygoing for you. And how about the fuel you put in your own tank? The Belmart BP station has Gatorade Thirst Cruncher 2 for $3.50, or the new Buy a Boost. It's a Wonder Water, a plant-based energy drink, 2 for $4. Check out the Belmart Coffee Bar with hypercaffeinated Jamaica me crazy blueberry muffin or decaf coffee plymouth belmart bp opens at 4 a.m for all you early birds your hometown station fm
5: 106.1 and am 1050
6: wtca
7: Three six four zero nine six, or text five seven four three zero seven six six four seven. Let's get back to what's your opinion on WTCA in Plymouth. Here's Kathy and Rusty.
0: All right. Oh, I'm sorry. I did the wrong thing. Uh, Noah Fuke is our winner. I put <laughs> put him down as a birthday birthday, but <laughs> Noah, you're the winner of the uh, wristbands. I uh, got. It's been a long few
2: hours already
1: and Noah you will actually go to door number one at John Glenn High School all of our winners the last two weeks you will go to door number one at John Glenn High School to pick up your wristbands they'll have your name and your phone number there uh for it's like a will call window um and you'll get your wristbands inside John Glenn High School at door number one so All right. All right. Uh, A little bit of news before we get out of here. Uh, I did get a store a press release from the Libertarian Party of Marshall County, and they are going to host a meeting over in Bourbon uh, at six o'clock on Wednesday, September the twenty ninth. So next Wednesday, Um, it'll be held at the Bourbon Community Park. and um, they are not happy with what has happened over in Bourbon. The, there was a, a family that had a house fire in May um, and severely damaged the home. The insurance company gave the family a trailer to live in while they were building rebuilding their home. Right. And the Board is Zoning Appeals um, did not give them a variance, would not give them a variance to have the trailer on the property. So uh, the Libertarian Party of Marshall County is going to be there. They'll have several speakers, and they just think they, they're they standing up against the unfair government practices. So if you are interested in that, it's going to be on Wednesday, September the 29th at the Bourbon Town Park. Um, starts at 6 o'clock in the evening, uh, and you can check that out. Okay. I saw a uh, TV article about that mm-hmm. uh, somewhere just a couple of weeks, or last week I think it was. Uh, we had mentioned, I think it was Tuesday, about a hit-and-run accident that happened in Tea Garden, yeah. where a vehicle actually struck a pedestrian and drove off. Right. Um, Marsh County, yesterday, Marsh County Sheriff's Department released a picture of uh, the suspected vehicle uh, they think might be involved in that accident and you know and unfortunately i i emailed it back and i said well do you know what kind of a vehicle it is here's the picture and i'm like because cops are you know jim can drive by and look at a car usually and say oh that's a well a, a, you know right. a ford falcon or whatever something like that um but they do have a picture that they think might be the suspect vehicle Um, And they do believe it has an In God We Trust license plate on it. Um, I'm guessing that they might have got this off of doorbells, the ring bells or whatever, you know, the camera. Oh, uh, yeah, Ring cameras or whatever. Um, So uh, if you recognize this photograph, um, you know, contact the Marshall County Sheriff's Department and help them out on solving that crime. Fortunately, that person wasn't hurt uh, too seriously. Right.
0: Sorry. That was a cough. If you could hear it through my microphone as Kathy continues to struggle with dry throat. We should have a cough drop commercial as one of our- uh,
1: Here's my cough drop.
0: Have have that as one of our sponsors.
1: Yes, yes, we should. Ricola. (laughs) Um. Let's see. I also have an accident. Uh, A South Bend man was arrested by Plymouth police um, for leaving the scene of an accident Uh, this actually happened on Tuesday about 8 p.m. they responded to a single vehicle accident where a car crashed into a utility pole near West Jefferson Street and North 5th Street so down there on the West End Uh, the driver fled but was later located uh, at West Madison and 4th Street 51-year-old Russell Frampton, the third of South Bend, was arrested for operating while intoxicated and leaving the scene of a crash. He was lodged in the Marshall County Jail on a $1,500 cash bond. You know, the the mugshot they sent of this gentleman. Kind of, what he has on, I'm not exactly sure what he's wearing, but it's, okay i I have a feeling that he might be like in a kind of like a velcro suit or something um so he's an
0: elvis impersonator no no okay but
1: of course i don't get the full thing i only get a headshot, but it's very big around the neck and it has like quilted lines or something across it it's like i wonder if they just strapped some velcro suit on i kind of like it actually yeah he's looking pretty tough too yeah
0: i kind of like the hair Uh, looks like me before i get it cut
1: uh no that's
0: the look i'm going for
1: well i think you could get (laughs) there maybe i think i could carry
0: that off i really think i could carry that off
1: yeah you'd have to let your hair grow out a lot longer
0: yeah
1: a lot that's
0: hard for me to do these days so (laughs) i'm old enough my hair doesn't grow anymore
1: the Indiana Department of Transportation is going to host some statewide winter seasonal hiring events across the state on Thursday, September the 30th, from 10 o'clock in the morning till 3 o'clock in the afternoon, local time. So it depends on where you are. Locally, here, it'll be held at the Plymouth Subdistrict on Jack Greenlee Drive, um, or it, depending if you want to drive a little farther, over in Elkhart at the Elkhart Subdistrict on County Road 9. Uh, Winter seasonal employees earn $20 an hour or $24 an hour for snowplow drivers. Um, Winter seasonal employees have to have a commercial driver's license, so a CDL, at the time of their interview. Winter seasonal CDL drivers who work full-time may qualify for a $250 sign-on bonus and a $500 retention bonus. So. If you're cool. looking for some part-time work uh, in the winter and you like snow, ugh, then this might be the one for you. I'm not sure. It's not the one for me, that's for sure. But I don't like snow. I don't like winter. Okay. But that's life. Uh, the COVID update from this Indiana Department of Health on, thir- no, on Wednesday's report. We had 36 new positive cases of the coronavirus here in Marshall County. That brings our total to 7,362 individuals. No new deaths, so that remains at 128. 84 individuals were tested, and the 7-day positivity rate for all tests in Marshall County was at 10.6%. While the seven-day positivity rate for unique individuals in the county was at 25.2%, and we kind of been fluctuating on the map between a 2.0 and 2.5. If you go yeah. to the three, then you're in the red. So we we have to keep working to keep that down. Right. I mean, it's important that we keep that down. So always
0: a good idea to not catch a deadly disease it really is definitely be a good idea
1: there's one thing i was surprised about when i was getting set up for that surgery um that she she asked me which hospital i wanted to go to which kind of surprised me because i was at beacon that's where my doctor is right Um, he's a specialist and so my insurance company will cover that because my insurance company would only would only cover me at saint joe hell but now, Beacon says they, they take it, too, now. And so I could go either to Memorial or St. Joe. So which do you prefer? And it's like, I think St. Joe. Yeah. Um, it, I was in Memorial the last time when I had the malnutrition right. and the depression. Yeah. And I was in an old room, old-style room, Man, right. old section of the hospital. Yeah. And I know St. Joe has a new hospital. Plus I think it's easier to get to it because you just take the major roads to get there and not have to go downtown. Um, And I feel like it's easier to get around. Uh, Trying to find a place to park downtown at Memorial to me seems more difficult. So I picked St. Joe um, to go to have the surgery done. So it's like, okay. And Jim can just buzz up there four o'clock in the afternoon. Visit yeah. me for a few hours and then get back on the road and head home. And good for him. Hopefully be safe. I'll, yeah. I'll only be there a couple of days, so that's a good thing. But, yeah. Uh, get to pick and choose. I was surprised. Like, I thought most doctors just only worked at one hospital. You should have looked at the menu first. That's, uh, th- that's the that's, bottom line. Uh, yes, I'm yeah. I, uh, yeah. definitely with you on that one. <laughs> You're back. You can
0: get a gourmet meal.
1: I think probably both of them. I know when I was at Memorial um, it, there is lots of options. I mean, it's just like well, a restaurant. Basically. You know, after
0: surgery, Jello is pretty much the same uh, yeah. wherever you get it. So,
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's about the truth. Yeah. Okay. Well, Rusty, I have pretty much covered my bases, I believe. Okay. Um, I got to look on the calendar tomorrow. Do we have anybody? <gasps> no.
0: No. We're it's uh, just the two of us at open. this
1: point for tomorrow. Yeah. Who knows what might pop up, but. Right now,
0: something always does.
1: It's just you and me.
0: All right. Well, I guess we'll have. Uh, Who knows? Friday.
1: And we might have a couple wristbands yet to give away tomorrow, Yeah, I so. think
0: we. I think we do. Okay. So Good at least a pair. All right. All right. So uh, I got stuff to do.
1: Yes, you do. You're
0: gonna wish some folks have birthday. You're gonna be entered in the birthday hat tomorrow. We'll have a drawing for. Uh, well, that's one thing that we're. Definitely doing tomorrow. Uh, four cupcakes from the Dessert Cafe. Also, free small drink from the Coffee Lodge. Elizabeth Brown, your dad says, "Happy birthday!" You're in the hat. You could be a big winner tomorrow. Also, Corinne K. See, I'm. Your birthday is today. I know it says it on here, but I'm. I'm just. I was always taught it's rude you to mention a, a, a lady's age. So was uh
1: turning around let me see it corinne is three quarters of a century today okay wow
0: at least i didn't have to be the one that was rude
1: happy birthday Happy corinne. birthday
0: to you you're in the uh, you're in the hat four cupcakes from La dessert cafe also three small drink from the coffee lodge now it's time for anniversaries don't have any today actually have one tomorrow if you have one anytime in September, uh, you can uh, get it to us. You're eligible at the end of the month for, uh, I was about to say, four cupcakes from Deaton No, 50, 50 bucks from Deaton Clemens, Van Gilder Funeral Home. Uh, if you're our lucky anniversary winner, coming up uh, next looks like thursday so uh not long. now it's time trading post we'll just go away with that because we got a bunch of stuff okay oh i didn't realize we had
3: this
1: (laughs) yeah it came in last night
0: we have the list of 2021 fall townwide garage sales going on in culver sale hours are eight to four uh they ask That's you to be courteous happy. to others and wear masks if you're asked to. There is an interactive map you can get at www.townofculver.org backslash full garage sales. There's a bunch of them on here. So yeah. get your uh, interactive, and I believe you can get a hard copy somewhere, right? Um, well, at the town Osborne office. Mini-Mart. Osborne Mini Mart. Osborne Mini Mart. That's where they always and it, are.
1: Yeah, so, I, uh, I remember that one. Shop.
0: Get out and get those. We've got uh, a barn sale, Rain or Shine. That's going to be Friday and Saturday, 830 to 4. They got Vera Bradley, Coach Purse's, well, it's a designer barn sale. 16 to 11th Road in Plymouth. That's 16 to 11th Road in Plymouth. Uh, Somebody needs help trimming a large hedge and two large bushes. A uh, gas-powered trimmer would help, it sounds like, so uh, call 936-4572 if you want to help out. A couple of uh, hedge- bushes and a hedge, uh, 936-4572, and a Plymouth red hoodie sweatshirt, 3X, that about fit me, uh, 15 bucks. They also have a garage broom for 4 bucks. if you need any of those items, 936-6809 that is the trading post for today
1: all right we'll be back tomorrow morning with another exciting what's your opinion show well, yeah
0: it's always exciting don't you think <laughs> oh yes always i think it is always rusty always. It always exciting yes I definitely. i think it's always exciting yeah, anyway that where did that go okay i, I tried know. to there that's better Uh, have yourselves a good day and we will be back tomorrow at 9